Hello, everyone. This is David Ellis again, and I'm with Andrew Botsis once again. And we are going to be doing a very interesting show today based on a recent experience or experiences that um, we've had. And Andrew, certainly we've had these experiences over the years. Um, we are going to be talking about um, uh, infestation in the spiritual communities once again. And, and I say an infestation because that's the only way I can describe it. Um, and so I'm going to relate a story to you that has actually happened. Uh, before we get into this, we're gonna give you a trigger warning. I'm gonna do one side of the trigger warning. This is about people being bad people with, this, with the label of spirituality wrapped around them, okay? So for those of you who know people like this, I'm telling you right off the bat that this might be slightly triggering. Um, Andrew and I have controlled our triggers. I had to like decompress for a day or so before even doing the show. Andrew, you have any other further trigger warnings for these people? So there are some people out there that may, during this process, realize they may have qualities of the person we're referring to in this and understand we are not attacking you. We're trying to help you realize how you are perceived by the general public. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, these communities of spiritual people can go no farther until there is an internal self-policing process for these rampant infestation issues with spiritual Karens and dominators. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did say that word. He did say that word. Um, I want to address something here. There's been an influx of um, wokeism in the spiritual communities. I just want to make a distinction here. Being spiritual is not being woke. The two are two different things. One is political, one is spiritual. We've had a hijacking of the spiritual community so that people are telling you you can't say certain things and you shouldn't say certain things. And yeah, I don't care. Okay, good. Free speech. Free speech. I don't actually care. And I, I, it's not even a matter of free speech for me. It's like the fact that you tell me I can't say something, yeah, I'm going to mm -hmm. say it. Mm -hmm. And so let me tell you, let's start this off by saying I went to a gas station, a gas station close to where I live. Now, this gas station hires kids that are in school. These are kids that are looking to make some money um for their summer to go and um party and just have a good time or whatever else and so these are really good kids i mean like i'm amazed at the kids they come to your car they're smiling they're asking you um can i clean your windshield or check the oil in your engine and they actually want to do it these are good kids so they have work ethic. I, they have work ethic they have work ethic. I went to the gas station and I got out of the car. I went into the um, gas station to pay for my gas. There was a lady inside there. The lady in question was berating a young man. The kid how, how, old was, how old was this lady and what did she look like? Because it is important. Yes, it is. I was actually going to do the description. This lady was in her mid 40s probably heading towards 50 she was short a little bit overweight had hair dye in her hair i'm going to say it 
and her hair was cut a little bit short. Now put that image together in your mind. Oh, she had tattoos on her of things that were out of her culture. Okay, fine. That Put that image in your mind. And the reason why we're asking you to put the image in your mind is because um, it's going to become relevant as we move on. She was berating this 16 year old kid good kid i could like you could tell that what a kid is a good kid he kept his composure and she kept railing on this kid there is a line in the gas station because that kid made a simple mistake of giving her the wrong the, whatever wrong um, item that she she had so she had to go in a car and come back and say this is the wrong item but she kept railing on this kid for minutes on end and there is a line and she's at the front of the line and she says i'm a spiritual woman right i teach people how to uh, i teach people how to read the tarot and i teach people how to do this and she's giving her cv she's a spiritual woman <laughs> normally speaking what i do in these situations is i close my eyes i put in my earbuds and i turn the music up because I want to see no evil, hear no evil, and I definitely don't want to speak any evil. In this particular situation, Andrew, I was caught of God. And so I had no earbuds. I had to listen to this, and I was next in line. I had to listen to this woman berate this kid for minutes on end while the line behind me is groaning like oh no not one of those people right the line behind me is and she's introducing herself as a spiritual person so let me i i, I had to say something i asked this woman kindly ma'am you just said you are a spiritual person why are you harming this child why are you harming this child her response is, I'm not harming this child. I'm teaching this child. Oh, 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 the hurt. The, the, the I speak in the brain effect. Mm -hmm. Because in her mind, she has switched into teacher mode and is networking for clients while berating a child in front of everyone. This is a classic spiritual Karen who has no confidence in who they are, what they are, and what they do. And this is an example of what ruins our community over and over and over again. You could find a thousand videos on YouTube of the exact same person, same height, same size, same tattoos spread around the world. And unfortunately, many of them have blue hair. And it's a weird coincidence but unfortunately, we have to deal with this infestation. Now, did the woman actually have a reaction to you saying harming, or did she instantly defend herself? She was taken aback because I had just come from the gym. And um, I guess she was talking to somebody who's taller and bigger than she was. Mm -hmm. So she was taken aback by it. Um, but she immediately went to the defense that she's teaching the child okay? mm -hmm. because she doesn't have to listen to me you see because i'm not spiritual you mm -hmm. see andrew oh I, I get it 
I, I've been in that exact situation before, but I chose my words a little differently. Now, both you and I know how to deal with narcissists. Yeah. Right? And I just turn it back on them. Okay. Because I go, so you're now presenting yourself as this person who this person does not care who you are or what you are. And he made a simple mistake. I will then take it off of that child and she's going to direct it on me. And I go, there are nine people behind us who would like to get served. And we don't care what it is that you do or what you teach. Now, is that aggressive? It she will interpret it as aggressive yes anything will be aggressive to this person anything um, that isn't pass passive passiveness my main issue that i took up is when she said i'm a spiritual person i mm -hmm. teach people mm -hmm. right about spirituality so she teaches people how to read the tarot she's She's psychic. You're so psychic, you did not understand that you are inconvenient. You ruined everybody's day in that mm -hmm. gas station with your toxicity. Mm -hmm. okay? So these are the kinds of things. Now, I want to say two things there. The first thing is that clearly this person is a beginner, right? It used to be, and I want to say this, it used to be, and I want, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to approach this from a different way. I'm going to approach this from a logical standpoint. Every industry out there has barriers to entry. If you are going to become an accountant, you have to understand the fundamentals of journal entry. If you are going to become a scientist, you have to understand the concept of the scientific method. If you, if you are going to be a religious person, even religion, okay? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're Catholic, you got to be conformed. You got to at least read the Bible and stuff like that. Spirituality was the only industry. And I'm going to call it an industry because if you're selling trinkets and stuff and you have people paying you and stuff, it's an industry. It's the only industry where you could wake up one morning, go down to the construction site, say, hey, guys, can I have that rock? And they'll say, yes, spray painted black, call it black tourmaline and tell people I am now teaching psychic defense classes. You feel me? So these are the our, things. Our industry, <laughs> is our industry is rampant with beginners who have beginner attitudes and have unhealed aspects of themselves who believe. Example, I did an event in, I don't know, 2016, 2017, and it clearly says in the event rules, there are no dealers. We were not having dealers. We, I was selling my own merch, and it says in the in the rules nothing. This gentleman brought all of his spiritual wares and was trying to set up a booth right in front of my convert my conference. That we we're like, you can't do that. He's like, watch me. Literally, he said, watch me. We had him removed. He found a way back in into somebody's room and continued to sell mer his merch during my conference, had to call the police, have him removed. He came back after he got out. Yes, came back after he got out, tried to apologize so he could sell more of his stuff, which was all garbage crystals, literally, that he was trying to sell for 30 and 40 bucks that he said he empowered to with blah, 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 blah energy to give you this goodness. 
you gotta you, you gotta give him props for the tenacity you gotta give the props for the tenacity Andrew. let me explain something to you this is the first thing a lot of people out there and i want to speak to the general public there are two problems here the first problem is the people themselves there are a lot of people out there that are essentially bad people doing bad things to people and i want to say this right it's fine if you have unhealed trauma within yourselves you cannot be using trauma as an excuse to toxify the existence of other people you can't be doing that it is actually a wrong thing the second part of the problem is all of you out here who are going to look at andrew and me right now and say well you shouldn't judge them everybody's going through their own journey and their own process and whatever else you are also the problem and i'll tell you why you're the problem because you gotta call people out when it is that they're doing wrong things whether they're in your community or not now the reason i didn't have any 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 merch anybody else selling because i was only selling t-shirts hats cups mugs basic event stuff because i know unfortunately many so many of the people that are selling their merch at conferences and events have no idea what they're actually doing in any way shape or form and the events that I did have people, I vetted them to make sure they knew what they were talking about so they didn't give out garbage information to people and say that this red stone, which is just a two cent stone they're selling for $9, will actually help you do anything. This is why I have problems going to certain events. Because you're walking through the event. You, I know how much you read, Andrew. You know how much I read. We go, you know how much I practice. We go through these events. We see people who are giving essentially wrong information and harmful information to people. And you have to keep your mouth shut. Yep. You can't say anything, right? Because everybody's an expert nowadays and nobody yep. will accept any kind of correction. And this is how it is. And so, what it is that you see things like that I, I i i go back to the problem guys listen people have unhealed trauma and they walk into spirituality as a way of expiating they don't come for the healing they come to teach and they haven't fixed themselves and so because they come to teach they teach people the same toxicity that they have inside and as i keep railing and railing again this this community this industry is supposed to be a respectable industry it's supposed to be but there was no barrier to entry and so anybody could do anything at any point in time and call it whatever they want and charge whatever they want and become guru in like what a couple of hours minutes as long as whatever it takes to set up a table and say in business and so we have this kind of infestation i also want to take on another aspect of this thing before we go david i want to i want to expand on the lady what you said and her response how long did it take for her to go away um after i spoke to her it was a couple of minutes but it could have been a lot longer andrew it could have been a lot longer mm -hmm. Okay. You chose not to say anything else other than what you did. No, I chose not to say anything else because I thought that would be enough. You are harming somebody. 
if i yes. say to you and you are a spiritual person you are harming this child i'm assuming that you understand that you are actually bringing potential harm to somebody who is for want of a better word weaker than you and did made an innocent mistake and it is registered and the person is apologetic but you're still railing on them making a scene the problem is that you and so what advice post post event can you give people who will find themselves in the next gas station line that will inevitably happen around the world honestly how to deal with that person and what to say and how to push it and not push it honestly you gotta control yourself first of all because in that situation that situation initially brought me to some very old and dark places watching this woman rail on this kid all right and so i had to look at this from a sort of detached point of view you do you have to analyze the individual the individual has been a full-on narcissistic person okay you have to analyze the individual and because she caught she already labeled herself as a spiritual person i said you just labeled yourself as a spiritual person you are causing harm to a child and so you have to look at it from there use that person's self-identification in such a way that they understand that they're doing something that is against what they identified themselves as what you don't do is um punch your lights out <laughs> okay don't do that and don't bother to raise your voice with, uh, with somebody like that because really and truly it's not worth it at the end and so i asked this lady the question and i let it ruminate in her own mind okay she was gone in a couple of minutes but i don't know what kind of damage was done to this child but i did speak to the um the um the um attendant behind the counter and i said um don't let this this kid quit this is one of the best people that you have okay because the kid kept his composure he did that kid is more spiritual than that woman that is teaching people about spirituality what you did to that woman and that simple statement why are you harming this child i guarantee for the next six months that will be replaying in her head and she will be arguing with you even though you don't exist anymore okay this is the types of tools people can employ when you find yourself in a situation where you need to diffuse the energy in front of you but not be an active participant yeah unfortunately karen's don't know how to stop they are they don't know how to stop and sometimes it's as simple as a few words why are you harming this child for them to think and react and once they're in reaction mode you already have won the conversation which brings us to the next concept you just use a term there there's going to be a whole bunch of people who are triggered by just you using that term and here's what I want to say to you people, right? Karenism is not necessarily against women. No, it isn't. There are, there are Karen men too. It's a phenomenon that has been poisoning society for a while. When we say the term Karenism, it identifies a particular kind of behavior from a particular kind of person. Yes, 
but it is not an anti-woman term no there's no. been a whole bunch of woke agendas and the people that will uh, will argue against it are exactly the people that are causing the problem come on seriously so their karens have chads the men who do exactly the same thing as karens but the volume of chads is far lower than the volumes of karens you can look it up on youtube karens and chads and you will see over and over and over again there are more karens than there are chads why because the likelihood of a child getting away with it scot-free is less mm -hmm. is a lot less there you go a man will perceived as angry and violent and more cops will be more likely to have called on a chad than a karen okay and so honestly i wanna uh, I, I wanna attack this kind of wokeism that has been infiltrating the spiritual communities let me tell you something um a lot of you guys don't even know how you are um i'm going to just bring a few things to the forefront here we have just spoken about a particular kind of individual and some of you are going to be like yeah well um it's very anti-woman and misogynistic no it isn't um if people are badly behaved they badly behave especially when they're using an identifier that you also subscribe to and then okay. talk about tarot and add all this other stuff that has nothing to do with the beratement of what you're doing because they're in reaction mode the second thing that i want to say here is that everybody wants to be this spiritual person you you want to be psychic you want to be precognitive and so on and i've said this a thousand times before you do all of that wonderful stuff you want to read the akashic records like andrew and whatever else before you try to be a decent person first right have some manners some consideration for others right and don't be a condescending prick right don't be condescending to people okay honestly speaking that woman in the gas station was everything that i it's 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 triggering to a certain point but then it's like i don't really rate her in any way shape or form so there's a part of me that's like yeah not worth it there's a not worth it part of me that i'm going to tell you that right now but what will what will be the problem is when people say well she's on her own journey and so on when it is we live in a society whatever trauma you have and I've had much, Andrew, you and I have had many experiences with that. Whatever trauma you have, daddy didn't love you enough, um, your husband didn't remember your anniversary, I don't care what trauma you have, it's yours. When Badly. you come out into society, okay, and you're interacting with other people, you bring your stuff to other people and you toxifying their existence, you are dead wrong. Andrew, you have had a situation recently where Andrew was in hospital, for those of you who don't know, okay? Doesn't really matter why, right? But this man could have died at any time. I spoke to Andrew while he was in hospital. He was actually talking and joking with the nurses in the hospital and not making them feel uncomfortable, okay? I had to, I did something stupid in the gym and they, because I live in Canada, they went overboard, right? Put a needle in my arm, 
and blew one of my veins. Okay, blood everywhere, right? And I had to be apologizing to the person who blew my veins and tell her it's okay because she was a nurse's assistant and she was new, right? It's okay, that's fine. I can make it back in the gym next, next week. I'll make back that blood, don't worry about it, okay? The spiritual Karen would not do that. They meltdown. They would have a meltdown. Because they have meltdown. their own trauma and their own drama. Okay? So my point, my, my point is, guys, if you are if you are that kind of person, okay, where you take everything personal, you go around and you toxify, you are not as advanced as you think you are. You may be psychic to the nines, but your character stinks. You haven't gone anywhere. We're doing this show for a number of reasons. We want to change the community. And the community has to step up internally and externally. We can only be educators in this situation. And one of the things that David said after, you know, it discombobulated him a little bit. And I said, David, this is where you just got to turn it around and make it into a show, into a teaching. And that's the advantage that we have here. Are we attempting to attack one type of person? No. We're trying to help you understand the externalization of your traumas, creating traumatic events around you, is your issue. If you identify with that lady and go, yeah, I may have been something like that, ask yourself why. Why did you have to do it in that moment? Mm -hmm. And it comes down to impulse control. The most, most important thing of spirituality beyond any technique or skill is impulse control. If you do not have impulse control, you will fail at all aspects of spirituality. Mm -hmm. It's impulse control, but there's also a smattering of arrogance and superiority. Being spiritual does not make you superior to anyone else in this creation. Don't use it as a defense or an offense. People have weaponized this thing. They have weaponized it. Exactly. Let me show you an example of somebody weaponizing spirituality. There are a lot of people who have clients, they believe in this tough love thing, right? One second. So somebody comes to you, they're in the throes of whatever grief, process that they're going through a lot of the, a lot of you do this they're in the throes of whatever grief process you're going through they're going through and they're really really hurt and so on but the spiritual narcissist will tell them well you know you you created this reality for yourselves apply that teaching after <laughs> be compassionate and deal with the matter at hand, first of all, like especially if somebody has died. Well, you know, he created that somebody's um, uncle or brother or whatever died and says from lung cancer, he says, well, you know, he created that reality for himself by smoking. <laughs> and this oh, is cringe. where a, the cringe. cringe, right? And this is where the impulse control, where they think they are teaching 24 7, 365, becomes the psychosis. It's evil. It's evil. Yeah. It's evil what a lot of these people are doing because it's them 
utilizing the spirituality wrapper to be mean to other people without the awareness that they're being mean because the spirituality wrapper has taken the meanness off of it and the sharpness of their words cuts deep into the wounded person think about that the sharpness of your words cuts deep into the wounded person and you kick somebody while they're down at the, on the top of it that's right kicking somebody while they're down i know there are a lot of people with identifying with david's statement he created that reality or let's say you have a woman coming out of a, a a verbally abusive relationship but not physical and go you created that reality you allowed it to happen mm -hmm. unfortunately that's the same thing sharp woo words cutting deep into a wounded person um i i, I really don't know what to say i don't know when this infestation began these are beginner people who come into spirituality and they have it all twisted up so has uh, a has a little note um spirituality does not give you anything new it just amplifies what you have so if you came in as an asshole if you are amplified as an asshole if you came in as somebody who was brought up correctly with manners courtesy consideration for others right and understanding that do unto others and a lot of you miss that mark forget about all the other rules do unto others as you would have them do unto you the golden rule okay if you have that embedded in your consciousness then you act differently okay exactly and so honestly before you start trying to levitate or um become psychically aware of the this dimension and that dimension and you speak all the dialects to your palladians and uh, right and you you're, you're atlantean and you're a queen from another life i do not give a shit if you are a mean disgusting person you actually haven't gone anywhere let's start with the basics shall we what happened to the basics andrew they were thrown aside because everyone wants to be the advanced student right away and they believe their youtube phds validate who they are and that they don't have to do the basics and let me tell you the third the first thing that came to my mind is how many of these people are walking out walking around out there hundreds right thousands millions Let's be brutal, David. Millions. It's one of the reasons we're doing this show, whether you're a carrot or not, we're trying to provide you with an education here in which you can expand your awareness if you might find yourself in the next situation where, you know what, I'm not going to use the spiritual comeback like a whip on a person and go, you created that reality. Or let's just say it's a person who got a speeding ticket. You created that reality. Yeah, his foot was on the gas so what maybe you just have to have, be compassionate in that moment and work on impulse control karen's uh, have no impulse control zero and the arrogance and i want to say something here which is going to be interpreted as mean and i'm sorry um the truth has to be spoken a lot of people who act that way don't have anything else going for them but that oh so that. the rapper is what it is 
that's all that it is. The wrapper of spirituality is all that they have going for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just a wrapper at the end. It's not actually real. Okay. And when you take that off, what do you have? You have a dissatisfied, bitter, and just generally annoying person. And nobody wants to be around that. People may want to be around a spiritual rapper, but they don't want to be around you. And if there is a Karen who has made it this far through this conversation, something has drawn you here. Or if a bunch of other people have shared this video, we actually want to help you. We want to get you out of your misery and the misery of others so that you can find your strength and power to heal the internal you. We do love you enough to not hate you. I can't say that I hate this woman. I can't say that I do. Um, but I think my major problem is the is the pretense because I've seen a lot of hurt um, women, a lot of broken and hurt women um, act out in various mm-hmm. ways. But they were honest enough not to try to to put their hurt and their acting out on anything else. But mm-hmm. I am hurt and I am acting out. This woman is just pretending. Yeah. Well, and for so, those for those that have made it here, what's the first thing you have to do? Close your mouth and understand something is wrong in your social interaction skills. Be truthful about it. If you find yourself in a situation where you can never speak your truth and it just comes out on the random person on the street, that is a psychosis. That is an issue in which you must do actual work on, not pretend work. Now, I have offered thousands of free shows and techniques, and there are thousands of other teachers that have great techniques that are out there. Pick one. And do it until your blood boils and do it some more. Because if you don't practice the basics, once again, the basics, you will fail at the advanced. The advanced are fully predicated on mastery of the basics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is another reason why I know a lot of people who have been in spirituality for many, many years. Right, I know a lot of people who are have achieved master level, okay, and I speak to them on a daily basis, and they all have the same thing to tell me. We just don't even want to teach anymore. We can't teach these people. They say these things. I'm literally at that point. I have been going on about self-healing, self-nurturing, and self-mastery for five and a half years after I did five and a half years of galactic history until I didn't want to talk about it anymore. And I'm reaching the point, what else can I say about self-healing, self-nurturing, and self-mastery? None of it requires any mystical skills. It is all commitment and courage. Again, not mystical. If you don't have commitment, you don't have courage, and you don't have sovereignty, you are not being spiritual. At what point in time did it change? I remember when I was starting my journey into the esoteric realm. I was not a cup half full. I did not act like I knew stuff. I begged people to teach me stuff. At what point in time did that change to what I am seeing out here today? 2002 to 2011. That's when the mass 
communities such as Reiki, Quantum Healing, Quantum Touch, uh, Healer's Touch, were infested by people who needed help and thought they could become a healer in a weekend. When the prices for Reiki went from $10,000 to $200, and everybody opened a business with no idea what the business actually was. And it's not just Reiki, it's all the other weekend classes and conference industries that are out there that encourage anyone can become a teacher, take my class. The coaching communities as well. Right, coaching didn't really start until 2013 going on to 2014 though. But it has the same problem. There are a lot exact of bad same people. problem. There are, most, bad, there are a lot of bad people. Right. I'm not talking and, about bad people as a judgment call. I'm talking about objectively bad, bad people. Right. And a lot of people who fail at the spiritual process try to become life coaches. I, I will use an example. So this is a lady I've done many, many, many sessions with. And long story short, she has major issues with money. Money, she burns through money like water. She had a situation where some family members needed to be taken care of, and there was something that was set up where regular bills can be paid, and she had to take care of the, the family members, but wanted to become a, a spiritual person and a life coach. Never actually did anything toward it. Session after session after session, I would always start. So what did you do to actually promote doing it? Nothing. I went and bought a couch. I went and did this and blew through seven and a half million dollars. Okay. And now is broke and still has to take care of the family members who require 20 to 30 grand a month in institution bills because they have Alzheimer's and dementia. And it got to the point, I don't want to do sessions with you anymore. You are lying to me, you're lying to yourself, and you're abusing your family members. And I cut her off. Cut and her off. Your choice. No, no choice. choice. At this point. And this right. is the same kind of thing, phenomenon that is being reflected by okay. people who were capable in the industry that I right. speak to every day. The this same woman, kind of phenomenon. Right. This woman in a session tried to justify spending $30,000 on a European river tour because I've never been on a vacation in my life. And I'm like, well, two sessions ago, you just spent $25,000 to go to Florida. Okay. I literally shocked that I said that to her. And I go, do you realize who you're talking to week after week after week? And I was by the ninth session. I'm like, I'm done with you. I don't care. I don't want your money because you are just abusing everyone around you. Correct. It, that is an example of a not good person who wanted to be a spiritual teacher, realized they'll never be a spiritual teacher, and went all out into coaching, spent $40,000 on a private coaching class with all the marketing, everything, spent $70,000 on a website, and it's worthless. The website is worthless because she doesn't even know what a website is. And then there are genuine people out there that will not see the light of day because these people clog up the, the airspace, so to speak. Because I meet genuine people all the time. I am going to shout out a few of them here. Nicole LaCroche, 
Laura Massey, mm -hmm. right? I, 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 these are genuine people that are out there and they're doing what they're supposed to do. And they, uh, 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 and they have skills, real skills. And I'm like, how is it? How is it that, that, that it's unfair? Yes, it is. I, I, I understand that this is all just a sign of the times that we're living in. But by that same token, Andrew, I think a lot of the problem stems from the fact that we were infiltrated by um, wokeism, which says you can't hold anyone accountable for anything at all. Wokeism came later, David, 2015, in, so in the spiritual community. attitude where it is that you see somebody that is doing something absolutely wrong and harming other people, but you can't say anything. I have, I have an answer. It's actually the conspiracy world from 2009 to 2013 that became so overbearing that you couldn't question the conspiracy person or say they were crazy because they were rampant everywhere. Conspiracy communities infested the spiritual people. And there were speakers in the conspiracy world who were spiritual people and healers. Mm. During this debacle of the, the last election where Trump and the whole, the whole uh, an, an anonymous groups that were out there and Q, etc., I saw top-level healers stop advertising being a healer and their entire feed and all their social media and their website was only politics and conspiracy oh god wow so your answer david 2009 to 2011 when conspiracy went overboard when bulletin boards started people started removing bulletin boards from their websites community bulletin boards where everyone could have a little id and that because they were unmanageable i had to remove that from mine because i was getting stuff from lawyers because people are giving death threats three to four times a month okay yes that's why i stopped the comments area death threats mm. and they were all the conspiracy spirituality people <sighs> yes no. um, conspiracy theorists actually annoy the hell out of me and i'll tell you why is the evangelical um is this evangelical duty yeah. to tell you what new conspiracy is? They can't shut up. Oh my God. Like, I wish right. there was a pill that I, like, seriously, here, take this pill before you speak to me so that you shut up with your conspiracy stuff. Because here's the thing about it. I don't, I don't care whether there's a cabal trying to take over the world. I'm going to put it out there. I already know if you've ever been to an insurance company or a bank, you know, no, exactly. <laughs> you know that there's a cabal trying to take over the world and be unfair to you. Okay. But you think I'm going to waste half a day thinking about that? These, these people think about that 24 hours a day. Okay. They go dream about it. Mm -hmm. they, they, they wake up and that's the first thing on their mind. I don't think about these things. Okay. Uh, right now I'm thinking about what's for lunch. That's what I'm thinking. What am I going to eat for lunch? And unfortunately, David, as I said, it is those people who were spiritual and conspiratorial that infested the community and put it to a situation where if you've got, 
you're you can't do 5g you can't do vaccines you can't do this you, all the top main the main conspiracies and they are defending it as if it was bible thumping energy and you had just had to turn those people off and walk away from them that's the foundations of what bastardized this community into some nutless wonders that we have right now yeah a spoiler alert you're going to dead anyway <laughs> okay we're dead? none of us are coming out of this world and this life alive we're all going to die okay let that sink into your brain we're mm -hmm. all going to die okay, okay? right so i have been saying since day one 5g is nowhere near as bad medically as is the conspiracy of 5g that has done more damage to human households than the actual damage the technology is going to do people 5g rolled out guess what three quarters of the world didn't die in one day did it yet that's what the majority of the 5g people were saying the conspiracy of 5G has done more damage than the actual technology. And I know there's people in the community going, rah, that's Trump. I believe in everything and it's the only thing. Good, that's you. Don't project your beliefs on me. Your right to project beliefs ends at my energy field because I am a sovereign being with my own belief. You have yours. If you choose to judge my beliefs or I choose to judge your beliefs, it goes no farther in energy exchange in any way, shape, or form because I am firm at what I believe. And you remain firm at what you believe, but you'll begin to discover, what did they guess think what? What you was going to do? I was going to burn people, change their DNA. I mean, everything you could possibly think I was going to turn everyone into baby raping lizard wizards. David, I could go on for hours at what some of the crazy things about 5G that was going to do. All right. Um, uh, Pull on mind control devices, change your DNA, turn you into a lizard. And people, look, I have a friend who keeps the conspiracy theories um, alive. Um, now, I need to tell you that this is a friend of mine who... Um, you know, you have friends that are um, good friends, and then you have friends that are your shit-talking partners? Yes. Okay. She was my shit-talking partner. Now her head is full of this stuff. I can't get any more shit-talk because everything that comes out of her mouth has to do with this. And this actually um, is a loss to me because I just want my shit-talking person back. This conspiracy theory thing changes people. Okay. And flat earthers, flat earthers, David is a real thing. Do you know how many times? I'm not as much anymore. In the past, I used to get people that would call and want me to validate their flat Earth theory. Why? Okay? Because. Can I ask you a question? Just yeah. before you you continue. I know this is going to be counterintuitive to what you're about to tell me. What difference does it make to you whether the earth is flat or whether it's round? Are you planning a trip to Uranus? There's an answer, David, because in the mind virus that is the flat earth teachings, that earth itself is a sandbox of manipulation and control.
And if you see the world as, let me finish, if you see the world as flat, you will break the mind manipulation and control the dominating false god powers have. Because unfortunately, what Flat Earth does takes a variety of conspiracies and puts them into one illogical order. Okay, um, let's assume that the world is flat. When I go to get my um, vegetarian noodles, it's not going to affect it. You don't know, according to a flat earther, it is. How? Well, I, I don't want to delve into that level of crazy, <laughs> but you're being manipulated to get your noodles by the hologram that's being manipulated by the false gods. Yeah, it's a damn and good hologram. You, yeah. you got to taste those noodles, right? Listen to me. I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, seriously, people really have, do these people have jobs? They have jobs, right? Most of them don't. Of course. Right. David, I get, a, I get them calling into my show all the time. I'm going to refer to one that called, and if you're listening, you got to try a little harder. He was in college, in a university, got stuck into QAnon, baby raping lizard wizards, and gave up on his education. Why? Because he only saw the darkness everywhere he went. And unfortunately, that what you look at looks back at you in the abyss of destructive darkness that is the conspiracy world put him into a state of deep depression he could not get out of. Mm. And he, need, he needed compassionate, semi-tough love to get out of it. Mm. Is he getting there? Yes. But he put himself so deep so fast he has to learn to restructure himself one piece at a time he can't just rush into wealth health and wellness because he lost so much of his social skills by what he would say to his friends and family members where they don't want to talk to him anymore yeah if somebody says to me the earth is flat i i i suppose i would have a conversation with you but I won't have a repeat conversation. Correct. I have an open call-in show. I get different levels of crazy all the time. And I have developed this compassionate diet tough love or full calorie tough love based on the type of person because I want to help everyone. Even the demon down the street. If there's a chance that words can change perception that can create a healing process i will be there but what i won't do is take on that energy or use any of my core energy to change that person because it is their journey to do it on their own mm. the spiritual journey is an internal alone journey and unfortunately, everyone wants to tell about their alone journey to everyone else and bring someone into their story. That is failure of healing yourself. Um, I don't think there's anything that else that I could add to that. Honestly, to be quite honest with you, I uh, this infestation into the spiritual communities holistically has to come back around whether it be the conspiracy theorists or mm -hmm. the um karen um the spiritual karens um, the, 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 sorry the super soldiers 
I don't know if you know much about that was as worse than 5G, David, and to the point where there were 10,000 people coming out of the military woodwork declaring there's a special type of soldier that was psychically trained and abused at a young age. Yes, they do exist, but not at the volumes that they're at. And everyone believes they're a super soldier now. Life. And that's called the 20 to back life. They have 20 years of memories that have been suppressed while they were an off-world person and then time traveled back into a body with those memories taken away. The look on your face, David. It is rampant in our industry and there are psychics who only talk about that. Have I talked about this in my history before? Absolutely. Throughout history, people have been time agents, but not in the volume that is going on. It is minuscule. I'm going to tell you the story of Martinism. Martinism is a particular kind of um, society which deals with spirituality. The reason why it's called Martinism is because there were two principles to that, um, to that um, uh, system. The first principle was Martinez Pasquales, and the second principle was Louis Claude de Saint Martin. Okay, so Martinez Pasquales was a sorcerer supreme. He was like he dealt with um, um, magic and um, theurgy and all that that sort of stuff, right? Cool, and so everybody flocked to him and they wanted to learn from him. Louis Claude de Saint Martin was the yogi in the group who dealt with internal self-introspection, living a decent life, being good, being a good person and so on, caring for your garden even. Okay, good. He was the boring kid in the class. Guess whose teaching survived the test of time? Hmm. The sorcerers. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, here's the thing. And that's why the secret societies are imploding because the level of skill that you need for that, you actually need the second part of it. The, the part where you care for your garden and all of those things. But everybody wanted to go with that, uh, the other side, right? And let me explain. Um, if you are a conspiracy theorist and so on, you might be missing a whole aspect of life, a whole aspect. Like before you um, talk about the cabal and all of these things, but I suppose if you're that far deep down the rabbit hole, you don't um, see anything else but that, right? David, like that show we did on Sacred Geometry Cities, you learned some stuff in there that I've been talking about since 2012. Stuff that shocked you are the shape of the shape of Washington, D.C. and the, the, the geometry that's in it. I talk about those specific subjects to educate people on an aspect of history that has been erased from us to the point we have race amnesia. And to challenge race amnesia, subject matters must be brought up. That is the purpose of the Galactic Historian, is to not aggressively attack secrets, but to reveal secrets in a world where everything is information, disinformation, and there's no way to tell it apart except for an internal knowingness of truth when you hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's why you're on the show, because mm -hmm. you have to tell people as it is, right? Now, there are a lot of people out there who is going to be 
skeptical about this and skeptical about that. But I honestly, from where I come from, perspective-wise, I think that information is important to people. Absolutely. And they're not going to learn it any other way than if people who have the information actually tell them. But the other part of it is before you can actually receive the information, clean yourself up first. Or else you're not receiving anything correctly. You really aren't. So, so David, I have another introspection for you because I've been in this industry for so long. Mm-hmm. The volume of people that were listening to spiritual content that had some of the you know, pyramids and aliens behind it because it was still brand new in 2012 mm-hmm. it wasn't widely talked about that you know aliens could have been visiting us it was a brand new subject matter so a lot of the spiritual people realized that that was a part and that those societies that came before were highly spiritual people and they connected to that mm-hmm. what ended up happening was the volume of people in 2012 listening to today is radically different in 2012 2013 and even into 2014 the volume of people was 20 times the size of what it is today and so in the five years so 2017 i declared this is the year hope dies the aliens didn't come down in 2012 the currency didn't reset none of the stuff that was predicted happened and five years later they all lost hope the day hope died on that five year, and we're now at that 10 year point. And is and the thing is, as all those people left, a new community of young kids came in and started listening to the shows from 2012 and seeing the comments, the aggressions and this, and then the kids left in the next group. And there's this self-perpetuating new groups that are coming in. They're getting caught in the quagmire of so much information where do you start and what's true so they listen to the loudest karen with the most posts first because they don't realize it's a loud karen with the most posts and that's why they're a danger actually andrew there you go and what i'm serious this volume 20 times the level of listeners now Okay, our community has reduced that much because of the broken faith of the many predictions and the many failed teachers who were at the beginning of an internet age. And as I said before, some of these teachings and this false predictions were very highbrow. Yeah. And they hurt a lot of people they hurt a lot of people yeah they hurt a lot of people and it's why i've continued to do a call-in show for 10 consecutive years 11 consecutive years now sorry i won't stop doing that there are times like grumble grumble i don't want to do this because i get bored of talking about the same thing that's why i encourage people in any show talk to me like a human being don't ask me what your fucking purpose is. You should know. But I still get that. And people, sometimes they just need need direction. Okay? They need, they need 
some confidence put in them. Sometimes you got to help them pull out the weeds of self-deception or stop stop watering the seeds of doubt in themselves so they can see structurally what they're doing wrong and why there's a failure to launch over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that a lot of people won't ask for help, okay? Because we've been open. It's not, it's not just you. I've been open as well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people won't ask for help, and they, don't, they have no idea where to get, um, get off their feet. A lot of people watching this broadcast don't actually realize how much yourself and myself help people in this community. And, uh, and I know that I do it because I would hate, because I see the end of this spiritual community. It's been hijacked, it's been infested. So it's so difficult to find people who are genuine in the work. And filtering out crazy is extremely taxing. The day is going to come where you want to go to a yoga course that says, oh, sure, you can enroll in our yoga course, but guess what? Just fill out this psych evaluation. <laughs> the day is going to come because there's a lot of crazy out there. I'm going to say this quite simply. There's a lot of crazy out there. And there's a lot of bad people and there's a lot of crazy people. And when I say the word bad, I want to say once again, it's not a value judgment. I'm talking about an objective an objective observation of the qualities that people put out there that harm other people. There are people out there that justify bad behavior with it's spiritual to do so. No. Right? Harming people based on your intuition as an example. Oh, I have an intuitive feeling that this person is going to do this, so I will do that, is in and of itself a bad action because you're assuming that your intuition and where at whatever stage you are, especially when you have trauma and drama on board, is justified out. Oh, by the way, before we leave this broadcast, let's talk about spiritual people who through trauma and drama, there's a new wave in the spiritual movement. Put myself first. Nothing wrong with that because self-care is a very important thing. You put the mask on yourself before you put it on the passenger next to you. That's what the airline standards say. And there are people who take it to the opposite end of the, the, the spectrum. And you guys know who you are. The hermits that have lost their social skills and have, self, have gone so deep into spirituality, you can't take a joke. The serious stick is so far up your ass, it's coming out your mouth. Mm-hmm. You don't do anything for pleasure that isn't spiritual. And if you are so monofocused, you have lost the point of being spiritual. Point well taken. Right? So mm-hmm. according to Andrew, take the serious stick out, uh, out of your ass. We laugh on the show every time. Part of being spiritual is that Y'all forgot what laughter is. Y'all forgot what right. jokes are. Right. You're meant to enjoy this world. You are not meant to be a student being hit over the knuckles by the nun your whole life. And unfortunately, a lot of serious students are hitting themselves with the knuckles and they're their own nun at the Christian churches. Stop beating yourself up. Spirituality is a is a process, not an event. 
and you're not doing any service to the community when you act like one of those self-righteous idiots. Okay. You're not doing a service to the community because people see you and they say, oh, that person is a spiritual person. No, I think I'd rather stay the way I am. The same thing happened to the religious community. We became a religion, Andrew. We became a religion. This is what I say. Every caller on my show is a teacher. No matter who they are or what their situation is. And what I get over and over again is thank you for doing these shows. I learned so much from every caller. This caller identifies with me. This caller is like my sister. This person has the same stuff that I'm dealing with. And I could have done it like them or I did it completely opposite. Everyone's story has a process in it that you can learn and understand from. I referred to the gentleman that went too far down the conspiracy community. There's another situation where a woman who was in her mid-60s and she wanted me to do a type of reading on her. And so I was doing it. And I go, so you're like this. No, I'm not like this. So you're like this. No, I'm not like this. You don't even know what you're doing. You're reading me wrong. And then I said, what is your experience in school? Oh, the nuns used to beat me up. I was abused by my parents. So everyone else is wrong but you. And this shocked this woman that I said this to her. I go, did you not call for a reading? Did you not? Is You know what that's what I do, right? And she still went on the defensive, and I go, everyone sees through you, ma'am. Look in the chat room. Do you want my help or not? And she goes, yes, I want your help. And I say, stop being defensive. First thing, I'm not attacking you. I'm looking at how I can help you change. So for every time she said no, I was actually spot on with every question. And everyone in the audience knew it. Until the trauma, the abuse, everything that this woman went through. And then she became a professional in school, like a teacher, and abused the children verbally throughout her life. Has no friends, no family members. And yet has done nothing wrong in her whole life. I had to get this woman to see this, that you can no longer be defensive that everyone else is wrong and only you are right. As long as you're going to do that, you will not ascend or do anything or go anywhere but repeat this process. Mm -hmm. This woman wanted to become a spiritual teacher and a healer. She wanted to get out of educating and being a healer. And I go, and I said to her, you would be the worst healer in the world. You would only take everything that you haven't healed and put it onto every client that you've had. Mm -hmm. Which is what a lot of people do. Unfortunately. At the end of the session, did I get through? Absolutely, I did. What will last, though? Because I said to her, in the days and weeks to come, as you are verbally arguing with me in your head, and I won't, it's not going to be me, it's your verbal argument with what I said, and all the things you wanted to say in the moment but couldn't, remember this, six months from now, are you still doing the exact same thing, and is everyone else wrong, and you're the only person right? Until you get over that hump, 
that you can be wrong and the traumas have affected you and yet you need to deal with them and you can't stuff them down anymore and have avalanches on other people, you will just continue this cycle over and over again. Okay. A couple of months later, this woman calls for a private session. Guess where she was at? Where's that? Still arguing with me in her head. And all the session was, was me deflating the arguments in her head. And I said to her once again, over the next days and weeks and months to come, once again, as you're arguing with me in your head, what will you do to acknowledge where you're at, what you're doing, and how defensive you are? A few months later, she called back. Guess where she was? Same place. Exact same place. Mm -hmm. Having done none of the things that I said can help you break this cycle. Because meditation will not help this person. She needs hands-on physical healing and other healers, but will never let anyone touch her. Okay? Cranial sacral therapy, myofascial release, float tanks, hyperbaric chambers. Didn't do any of them. didn't do any of them and has more than enough money to do them all her last question to me is should i go and do an ayahuasca ceremony no it will be destructive for you what uh, do you think she, she do what, what she you, wants huh what do you think she did she went to an ayahuasca ceremony and it destroyed her and at that point i said i can't do any more sessions with you period done i'm not putting humpty dumpty back together again and again and again and again and unfortunately early in my career that's why i got labeled i could put humpty dumpty back together but if humpty dumpty keeps breaking himself over and over again the answer is no i can't do that you got to stop breaking humpty dumpty Power as a healer to say no to someone is your God-given right. I am not a martyr. I am not a martyr to my skills or my knowledge or wisdom. And sometimes it's necessary. That's right. It absolutely is. <laughs> I have had clients who want to repeat patterns. They see that they're repeating the patterns, but they go ahead anyway. And sometimes you have to tell them, when you are ready to break that pattern, I will see you. Otherwise, no. Say no. Mm -hmm. Right? Regardless of the money issue, you, you're taking money necessarily from that individual, and that person is not going anywhere. Right. Such is life. Okay, guys, that's it for our show today. Um, Andrew, as usual, you have the last word with regard to the overview. We started from David's story with the, with the spiritual Karen, and it developed into a greater conversation about this industry, which is what David and I wanted to talk about. And I made the bold statement of how conspiracy ruined this industry. And I know there's a lot of 5G people in the background that are going to throw, throw shade at me. I don't care. 5G came and went. No one died in mass 
all of those okay the same thing with the vaccines now there was not 10 million people dead after taking a vaccine it came and went came and went came and went until you see that the fear they're creating is more damaging than the actual product that they're putting out and if you are one of those people who has gone to the extremes of the extremes equivalent to a right-wing bible thumper with your individual subject matter you are a martyr and a zealot and unfortunately no matter how strong your words as a martyr and a, ze a zealot we preclude you from everything because martyrs and zealots will only teach how to be martyrs and zealots you devalidate your own information by being a martyr and a zealot you've devalidate yourself for those karens out there learn impulse control actually do the inner work okay instead of arguing in your head over and over and over i coulda shoulda woulda coulda shoulda woulda actually do something with it mm -hmm. yes and for those of you out there who are using spirituality or your spirituality wrapper as a pretext to do wrong things to people I highly suggest that you you don't have to take a class in morality. Please revert to the golden rule. If your action is something that you would not like done to yourself, don't do it to other people. Seriously, don't, guys. Don't let your traumas run your life. Seriously. Okay. Um, well, that's it for our show today. We will be back next week and um, hope you guys have a good day. Take care.